Well, hello and welcome. My name's Richie and this is Stories of Hope, a brand new podcast brought to you by Junction 42 and UCB. Welcome to Stories of Hope, real honest stories of transformation, brought to you by Junction 42. I ended up with a, a drug habit at the age of 17. We were getting letters from the Home Office. I've grew up here since I was three years old, you know? The bed, but I'd lost was a twin. I just dipped my knees and I prayed. Help me. Every little thing, everything will be So there we go. I am really excited. Stories of hope, we're here. Uh, brought to you by UCB and Junction 42. As I mentioned, my name's Richie. You probably won't have heard my voice before. I am Northern, why I? I'm actually not that Northern, and I do apologise to uh, everyone in Newcastle that I have just offended. I live in a little town in Durham with my beautiful wife and my four children. About 12 months ago, I woke up one Saturday morning and had this amazing idea to convert our loft. So I decided to do what every male who has no idea about DIY or loft conversions does and headed to YouTube. That was my first mistake. The second mistake was actually promising my wife that the loft conversion would only take me about three months. Uh, we are now, as I said, on month 12, and the kids are still not in their new bedroom. It's going to happen. It will happen. Anyway, I finally got the green light to go ahead and start the work from the building inspector, which meant I needed to take a trip to my local builder's merchant. This one was based on an industrial estate just down the road. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried to find something on an industrial estate, but it is an absolute nightmare. Nothing's particularly labelled very well, and everything looks the same. And if you take a wrong turn, well, that's pretty much your day over and done with because you take another turn and another and another, and before you realise it, you're thinking, where am I? After about 25 minutes of driving around, I decided to admit defeat, pull over and ring the builder's merchant for directions. When my call was finally answered, I was, if I'm honest with you, a little bit taken back. I didn't get a nice polite hello, good afternoon, how can I help? But simply a, yeah, and it really caught me off guard. In those couple of seconds, I'd already formed an opinion, judging this individual on the other end of the phone. In fact, subconsciously, I kind of worked out what he might look like, who he was, where he came from. And because of that, my attitude towards him completely changed during our conversation on the phone. When I finally arrived at the builder's merchant, I headed straight over to the front desk and there stood a gentleman who was well-groomed, well-dressed with a shirt and a tie and a jacket. And I have to say, I have no idea what aftershave he was wearing, but he smelled good. He smiled and he asked me how he could help. And I explained that I'd been speaking to one of his colleagues, probably someone out back, and here I was. To my surprise, the guy that I had been speaking to on the phone was the same guy that was now stood in front of me. It was Saturday morning and it turned out that a number of his colleagues had actually rang in sick and the guy had been absolutely ran off his feet. 
You know, when I rang that builder's merchant, I had no awareness or idea of the circumstances that surrounded that guy who answered the phone. If I had, I would never have judged him in the same way. I was really ashamed of myself that day. Junction 42 work with offenders who encounter this type of prejudice and stereotyping every single day. The truth is, when you get to know these people and you get to know their circumstances behind their choices and their behaviours, you kind of understand the bigger picture. These people can often be seen as lepers in society, but if we only knew their circumstances, maybe we would treat them differently also. Junction 42 is based in the northeast. They deliver educational and faith activities in our local prisons, as well as training and equipping churches to run missional communities, so that when ex-offenders have experienced powerful transformation, they can continue to grow in their faith. When COVID hit, and we were all furloughed, prisoners were locked in their cells for up to 23 and a half hours a day. Junction 42 partnered with UCB and others to create a national faith resource. These were in-cell packs specifically designed for prisoners to meet Jesus. And to date, they have distributed over a quarter of a million of these packs to 130 prisons nationally. That's 94% of prisons in this country who have received UCB's word for today as well as a worship CD, a prayer journal, transformational testimonies and a creative faith activity. The people who receive these faith packs aren't just offenders or prisoners. When you remove the label and you see past their behaviour, you realise that they are someone's mum, someone's dad, maybe even someone's son or daughter. So when they experience change... Whole families are also changed. My own dad, who was a really well-respected guy, who worked hard, had a good job, and had a loving family around him, made a devastating decision. It was one late October evening, and my mum came through the door. She was visibly upset, and she'd just found out that my dad had been having an affair. And the affair had been happening with my partner. I was devastated. My dad was my best friend. He understood me like nobody else and he always had my back. He was such a good dad. Never could I ever imagine anyone, let alone my own dad, doing something like this to me. Within five months, my dad, who cared for everyone, had never been in trouble with the police or even had any points on his licence, had lost his job, turned to alcohol, found himself homeless and one night was picked up by the police and arrested for grievous bodily harm. Life hit an all-time low. And it was about to do the same for me. Because one afternoon, I got a call from a family member to say that my dad had took his own life. Within five months, my life had completely changed. It was unrecognisable. And none of it was my fault. I didn't ask for any of it. You see, one bad decision can completely change your life and those around you too. And it could happen to anyone. 
The choices that my dad made had an effect on me to the point where I had to make my own decisions because of the circumstances that I now found myself in. I would be lying if I said I didn't want to go out, drink and go and sleep around. I wanted to self-destruct. Did I get it right all the time? No. But having a relationship with Jesus and being a Christian gave me the grace so I didn't. I chose not to go out and not to drink and not to sleep around and to make good choices. Good choices for me and my 15-month-old son. I did not want another generation of my family to be affected by a bad decision that my dad had made. Junction 42 wants to be able to share people's stories to show them that there is always a choice and there is always hope to live in a different way. I remember for me coming out of court one Friday afternoon after fighting for my son to stay and live with me and the solicitor made a comment. She said, this is one of the saddest cases I have ever been involved with but it should have also been one of the hardest and it wasn't. You made it so easy for me to do my job and I just can't understand after everything you have been through, how? In that moment, I was able to turn around and say to her that I was a Christian and that although I made mistakes, Jesus told me to trust in him and to trust in you. Nine years later, I am still dealing with the after effects and trying to work through those circumstances and the carnage that was left. But life is good. Jesus is good. And I have hope. A lot has happened since that time. A long-term friend who I met when I was 18 came back into my life and we are now married with four kids living in Durham. I'm part of an amazing community called County Durham Christian Life Centre. And later this year, I'm going to be going back to uni to study theology. Having this personal experience of seeing God meet me in my darkest times has made me passionate about capturing these stories of hope so that you can be encouraged that the gospel works, even in the messiest and darkest of situations. The men and the women that I've had the privilege of meeting throughout this series share how God has met them at their lowest points and how the power of the gospel and Jesus Christ has impacted their lives. I love Isaiah 40. It says this, Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. We pray that you will be encouraged by these stories of transformation. This has been a UCB podcast in partnership with Junction 42. Find out more about Junction 42 at their website, junction42.org. And make sure you subscribe to the show to hear a new episode every Tuesday.